weather is getting warmer, so now's the time to start thinking about summer promo orders. Today's guest, Rachel Corey, Promo Fulfillment Manager of Stalls, has all the info you need to secure orders with golf tournaments, charity runs, sports camps, and more. I'm Emma O'Sullivan, Manager of Branded Content at ASI. Let's get started. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm so happy to have you back again. I had such a good time talking with you before when we met to talk about um, the biggest print to order trends for 2021 this year. So super excited to have you back um, to talk about today's topic. Um, But before we dive into that, for anyone who maybe did miss our last podcast together, Um, Would you be able to share some background information on who you are, what you do, what Stalls is known for? Yeah, so I am, again, Rachel Corey. I am the um, Promo Fulfillment Manager at Stalls. So I represent all group stall companies. Um, I primarily work within the Stalls Decorator Network for Mm -hmm. our internal decorator called DFC, which is the Decorating Fulfillment Center that is owned by Stalls. Um, And then I also have a team that works with um, the Stalls Decorator Network, SDN, lots of acronyms. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they do. They work with all of our contract decorators. We also have a network of contract decorators across the country for Mm -hmm. um, promo order fulfillment. So I primarily work with our internal decorator, but also have the ability to work outside of that as well. Awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, so like I said, so happy to have you back. And now with the weather getting a little nicer, it's kind of the perfect time to get into this podcast topic, which is spring and summer orders, how to decorate top products. Um, so to kick things off, would you be able to tell us about some of the sales opportunities that you think distributors should have on their radar for these seasons coming up? Yeah, so we're really excited. We're, first of all, really busy with the ramp up of um, states opening back up. Po- I wouldn't say post COVID because we're still kind of in the limbo of what we can do. Not but, quite there yet. <laughs> right. Like hopefully someday, but yes. it's great because right now we're in the position where weather is not really an issue. Um, be- I know before the podcast, I was saying it's a snow here, but hopefully nobody else is going to have that. <laughs> um, but just like sporting camps, summer stuff, um, spring season sports are opening back up you're seeing a lot of um, not necessarily like group activities, but group events, whether Mm -hmm. it's still virtual or you're doing like five K's and they have different segments um, or people split up and golf tournaments and things that are easier to do like the social distancing at Mm -hmm. um, and because it's outside. So we're seeing a huge uptick in tournaments. So like golf and tennis tournaments um, runs. So everyone does like t-shirts for runs and decorated goods Mm -hmm. like that. And then sport camps and the sport camps, we're seeing people just kind of go like wild on what they're decorating. And it's not just t-shirts. It's, I think we're going to dive into this a lot deeper, um, mm-hmm. but it's everything that we used to not do. We're now doing. So these events are becoming way more impactful from a promo yeah. side. Awesome. And that's so great to hear. And like you said, like so many of these events are kind of like in-person events, even if they're outside ones that weren't really possible last year. So super exciting and great news for distributors that we, you know, can kind of start fulfilling orders for those events again. It's a great sign of, you know, things to come. Yeah, it's very exciting. (laughs) 
So what I'd like to do next is dive into each of the examples you just mentioned so you can share some more like specific insights and recommendations on um, what products distributors should prioritize and then how to best decorate them. So we'll start with golf and tennis tournaments first. Um, how would you recommend distributors make their services stand out for this type of promotional event? So you're when you're talking like any of these events, right? And for those of you that for anyone that's listening right now that maybe didn't hear our podcast before, I um, am just going to reiterate the people that did, they're going to be like, this girl's a broken record, but kidding. <laughs> you have, to, I mean, you have to be doing it. Kidding is huge. And I think yeah. that 90% of our industry will agree with you. And there are 10% of people that have not gotten on the wagon yet, but it is huge. And they're, I mean, exactly that there are a few people that are not doing it. And so now it's um, kind of differentiating yourself and doing it better than anybody else. And by yeah. doing that, it's thinking outside of the box and not just doing the standard t-shirts or um, like one singular item and really grouping it into a box of items or a kit. And you can even charge for these, right? It doesn't have to be free with the event, but so many people want this really cool swag and memorabilia. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think when I talk to my partners a lot, they're like, we want something that people aren't going to go home and they're just going to throw away. They want to be the windbreaker that people wear for 10 plus years. They want the cap that everyone's going to wear. They want the cool, trendy water bottle or coffee mug. And it's not just like a cheapo throwaway at the end of the event because we knew it was cheap, right? So yeah. um, the brands are really elevating themselves in the products they're using and how they're decorating it in addition to the kitting process and adding multiple, multiple different goods to it. Awesome. And that's so great to hear about like golf events, uh, especially, but tennis as well, since I feel like golf has become this, you know, huge mainstay during the pandemic, since it was like an outdoor activity people could do and still socialize a little bit and network and do it all socially distant. So yeah. that's been really big this past year. And I, it's definitely just going to keep, <laughs> keep going up. So that's great to hear about. Um, so then for our next event, what would you recommend for nonprofit events? So things like charity runs, walkathons, that kind of thing. Yeah. So this is going to kind of loop back. And I, I think I missed this point on the previous, um, topic that we just talked about, about the yeah. golf and tennis stuff, but it's not even just the people that are involved in these tournaments or in these five K's or in the events. It's the people that are servicing it too. So like the staffing, um, people, so like, like we have, yeah, exactly. So any kind of sponsors, like when you do a 5k, typically your 5k is going to have like a logo on the front of the shirt and then a list of sponsors on the back. Right. So mm -hmm. all these people, maybe you offer them, um, you know, like your local window company or whoever's advertising and sponsoring this event, you can offer to them to do an isolated, um, promo. So like, do you want a chance to be featured on a coffee mug by yourself? Um, or something like that. But the other thing to think about is, okay, great. You already, you work with this camp every year or you work with this tournament every year. So say that the tournaments or the 5Ks are happening at a country club. Who is branding the staff at the country club, right? So it's always about, for me, it's always about upselling and how yeah. else you can really kind of broaden your horizon with these people. And since COVID kind of created a sweet spot to really push yourself in there because People are rebranding, they're revamping, they want something cool, they want something fresh, and now's the time to do it. So if you're already in there for event purposes, then this is a really easy in. 
Um, so as it relates to like 5Ks and charity events, a lot of times because these are like pretty much sponsor related, sometimes yeah. you are more limited on a budget as opposed to a basketball camp or a, a tournament or something. Yeah. Um, but even doing something like drinkware, bandanas, um, rally towels, those these things are not uh, like dead in the water. They're still relevant and people still use them but it's making sure that you're branding them the right way and you're using unique, cool um, decoration methods, which heat application really kind of broadens that um, for you and gives you the ability to decorate on multiple different goods um, as it relates to these unique kidding items. Awesome. Yeah, it seems like there's definitely a lot of opportunity with nonprofits and those are usually such a big summer kind of focused events. Um, so that's an, another really important one to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, so in the similar vein of events involving physical activity, uh, what would you suggest distributors prioritize for sports camps? So I have a few customers that we work with that do like basketball camps every year and volleyball camps. And this year, and outside of doing just like um, you know, for basketball specifically, you're typically looking yeah. at like a reversible jersey. So you can wear it twice. Or if you're playing on teams, like one side's red, one side's white, right? And you can flip mm -hmm. it. Um, like those are away games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So those have always been super popular. Um, and then typically they'll give them like, sometimes they'll give them a bag or a water bottle. And that's kind of the extent of it. Where now we're mm -hmm. seeing people um, really creating an experience for the players or the athletes involved in these events. And so you're seeing personalized jerseys um, outside of just like a reversal of the logo. You're putting names and numbers on it. There's more decoration, which is um, great for all of us because the more you decorate, the more you make, right? Um, mm -hmm. Bags, hats, shorts, um, jackets, a huge new uptick in shoes because with a heat press, you can decorate on like shoes and cleats and things like that. That's um, really cool. So, I feel like yeah, usually you don't think of shoes. Right. And so putting like kids numbers, a lot of people will do them for like trophy items too. So like if you are doing a camp for seniors, like seniors in high school, or even people that are graduating from college, or it's like their last hurrah, um, it'll be like their trophy shoes or something really cool. And they'll put nicknames on it or numbers. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just something super unique that not everybody does that can really, like I was saying earlier, set your brand apart from just everybody else that's coming through. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, and that just pulls it all together. So if you can envision yourself like at a basketball camp, you get this really cool duffel bag that's already personalized with your information on it. And then inside of it, you have the jersey, the hat, the shorts, the track suits, the shoes. I mean, you have all this swag. Like, yeah, it, tell me you're not excited, right? Like you're painting, <laughs> you're painting this experience for somebody. There's no person that's going to get all these personalized pieces that's not going to be excited to receive them. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> no, totally. And I was going to say, yeah, though this wouldn't be as like personalized for the players, but I, I feel like so many of those things would be great for spirit wear too, since you were talking about getting the people excited. Um, I feel like even fans, parents, booster clubs, that kind of thing would be really interested in those products. Oh yeah. The sky's the limit. And when people found out we've been doing printing on shoes for years and it's yeah. just such a niche market that knows about it, like at the top of their mind. Um, mm -hmm. but the more people learn about it, they're like, oh, that's incredible because anybody will pay, they'll pay $200 for a pair of shoes. If it has your kid's name on it or something, you know, it's just crazy. People will pay yeah. 
the dollar for personalization. It's, I mean, there's a huge market for it. Totally. Plus so many sports teams too, I feel like do um, often ask for like new shoes to be purchased each year with like the uniform. Mm -hmm. Um, So that goes, you know, right hand in hand with that. Um, So while we're on the topic of camps, um, last but not least, could you share your advice for our next event, which is summer camps? Yeah. So summer camps are, I kind of lump those in the same as like sporting camps um, because, you know, summer camps, you're looking at what the, you know, the people that I'm working with, you're looking at like week, either day in kind of depending on the state's restrictions, some are Mm -hmm. overnight camps and some are coming back and forth every day. Um, but they're normally for like a month or not. Oh my gosh. A month. A week. <laughs> a month long camp. That's a long camp. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're still doing like it's not like a day camp, right? So yeah. multiple t-shirts. Um, there's a camp that I worked with that each kid was either assigned a certain color. So they'd get like five green t-shirts. So they were in like that certain group. And then there's another one that I did that did um like everyone had a red shirt Monday, a blue shirt Tuesday, a green shirt, so on and so forth. So you're not looking at just one shirt, but you're looking at multiple of multiple items for each person right so while that's not like the kidding it's a little bit different from the kidding than we that we were talking about earlier where Mm -hmm. you're going to do like multiple of the same items but people are also still incorporating the towels headwear's huge um and if you're going to be like on a beach or something like just a standard like day camp towels are really big with personalization um cinch bags personalization because if i'm a kid at a beach I'm just going to throw stuff and get in the water. So when you get out, you know what's yours because it's all labeled for you, right? And then your parents don't have to think about it. It's already ready. Um, But outside of all of that, it's like headwear, cinch sacks, towels, t-shirts. It's really simple. Mm -hmm. And those are all really great price point items too that are easy to put together into a package. I feel like summer camps too, there's so many like, events within the summer camp like if they're doing like a color war day like you were mentioning all the different colored like wearables or like a talent show or an art competition or something like there's so many little events that you could create other branded pieces for outside of just the overall camp as well yeah for sure and and that's like the, you know what we were talking about earlier is like if you're working at a country club and outfitting the staff there it's the same thing right like you're thinking about yeah. all the opportunity to brand stuff and people are more inclined to love it and to use it over and over if it's personalized for something that means something to them too. Totally. So in terms of reusability, personalization is really the way to go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So thank you for running through all of that. That was really great to have you, you know, go through each one, one by one. Um, So I'd be remiss to not ask what about COVID specific considerations for this summer? So are there any maybe changes or unique situations that you think distributors should be aware of for this year? So a few things, right? And again, it just really, it really matters about where you're at and what's open. Um, There's, I mean, I'm in one of, I mean, I'm in Michigan, so we're still one of the more closed states, but you're still seeing restaurants opening up and now the weather's nicer. You can dine outside Um, or even having like curbside um, pickups or deliveries. So, Mm -hmm. Food and beverage is huge right now, okay? So it's not just the staff either. It's what people are selling in stores because if 2020 has taught us anything, it is support small. Everyone's supporting small businesses. And it's not just 
ordering a burger from there. It's, oh, I've always loved this hat that they carry, or I've always loved this t-shirt. I'm going to buy that when I go get my dinner too. So you're thinking like the merch stores that are in, you know, I always think like Joe's Crab Shack, like they have those yeah. shirts that like you, I mean, you could spot them from across the way, right? They're tie-dye. Yep. They say, I got, what does it say? I, got I already can Joe's see or it. Something. <laughs> I can already see it in my head right now because I've yeah. seen it so many times. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. So people, more and more people are creating these like merchandising stores and they're not necessarily always in the restaurant, sometimes they're online and they're doing like a virtual event to like support their business. So mm-hmm. that's huge. And then rebranding. A lot of people are just revamping their logos, something fresh, something clean, like as their comeback from COVID, right? Like maybe they've been closed or they haven't been open for dine-in. So those opportunities are huge. Um, and really a lot of it is the rebranding. And then maybe it's also telling your customers like, hey, there's a lot of people doing online stores that are really seeing a huge uptick in sales from that. And then the other side of it is that people are getting back together. Okay. So grad parties, bachelorette parties, weddings, um, not everything is like five to 10 people anymore. Well, I am seeing like weddings are smaller and bachelorette parties are smaller and stuff. People are still getting together and they still want that swag. So they still want the branded t-shirts, they still want the cool customized stuff. So mm-hmm. that's not something to push to the wayside either because yeah. the as we start to keep, knock on wood, um, opening up, you're going to yeah. see more weddings, you're going to see more grad parties, you're going to see more events start to happen that didn't happen over the past year. Like I know I had a, yeah. a bunch of friends that got married just with their parents and then they're having um, like parties one week when they're able to, right? So when you do mm-hmm. those, it's decorating koozies or decorating shirts for people to wear or any kind of like favor is going to be huge as we start to open back up outside of just the um, food and beverage too. Yeah. And even just speaking like from my own personal life, I know I have a ton of wedding and bridal and bachelorette events on my calendar and probably an entire drawer filled with like branded koozies and shirts and shot glasses and all the things from other friends that have gotten married. So the merch is real for bridal (laughs) events. Let me tell you. (laughs) It's never ending. I swear. I'm like, but when, whenever I have friends that are planning something, they're like, you can make t-shirts for us, right? And this and that. And then it just, and it continuously just adds up. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> That's how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again so much, Rachel. This has been super interesting. It has also got me very excited for summer and some of those wedding events I do have coming up. Um, so before we part ways, are there any final thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Um, yeah, again, I'm just going to sound like a broken record because for the people that are not doing it, it is so, so, so important. Um, and I don't want anybody to miss the tick on kidding. Um, think outside of the box and outside of just kidding too, thinking about where you can add on to, because right now everybody's kind of pinching while we're all, I think, ramping up and getting busier. Don't forget about, um, what maybe some of the creative things that you thought about over, um, 2020 and you're like, Oh, what if we did this? And I think we just really forced ourselves into being creative people. If, even if we weren't and yeah. thinking like, Oh, I can do the staffing people and the guys that are the caddies at the country club and the event. And just really thinking outside of the box and what's going to be easiest for you to add on to your business this year. That's going to be huge with the kids. Perfect. And then last but not least for anyone that would maybe like to learn more, 
um, who should they contact or where should they look online? Yep. So we have, um, well, stalls.com. So S-T-A-H-L-S.com is our website. Um, we offer a ton, a ton of products and services, so it can be overwhelming sometimes. Um, so always reach out to our customer service, or if you have decoration needs, you can always reach out to me, myself and my team directly. Um, I'm going to give the emails. I'm going to try and say it as slowly as possible. So my email is rachel.corey, R-A-C-H-E-L dot C-O-R-E-Y at stalls.com. And stalls again is S-T-A-H-L-S. And then the team email. So in the event that I'm talking to you or that maybe we're on the road again um, and I'm not in front of my emails. So the quickest response to will come from SDN. And that stands for the Stalls Decorator Network at stalls.com. So those are the two best ways outside of customer service to really get, um, get some help from our end. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much for joining us today and just sharing your expert wisdom with us. This was awesome. And yeah, I look forward to having you on again for our of next course. podcast. Yeah, hopefully I'll be invited back. These are fun. So thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Until next time.